Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me today. How's your day going? I pray you're having a good Sunday. I hear from folks often who are either on their way to church or coming back from the early service who tune into Sunday morning with love and action. So thank you all for tuning in to the Joy FM. I also hear from people who don't go to church and they tune in. And I want to thank you for listening as well. There's people who work in the food delivery business who also tune in. So just thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Sunday Morning Love and Action on the Joy FM. Last week, I talked about what we have seen God do through the first seven months of this year locally here in Dothan in the Wiregrass, and it was really just a wonderful time of giving God praise of everything he, we've seen him do. And if you missed that, I encourage you, check out our Love in Action podcast. Pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find the Love in Action podcast. So I encourage you to check that out. And this week, we're going to talk about what we've seen God do internationally because we are Love and Action International Ministry. So, so many people know about what we do locally, and a number of people know what we do internationally, but not as many understand what we do locally. So I want to share that with you because it's just so exciting to see God move everywhere and to know that he's moving here, but also on the other side of the world and just doing phenomenal things. And so we're going to talk about that this morning. And I just pray that you'll give him praise and honor and glory with me this morning as we talk about our mighty God and everything that he's doing. Before we get into that, let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Father God, Abba, we praise you. We love you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending us your one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. Jesus, you did it all. You bore our shame, our guilt, our sin. You took the wrath of God for us, and you died. But praise be to you on the third day. God, you raised Jesus back to life. Jesus, you overcame sin, death, and Satan all in one act of the resurrection. And we praise you that you are alive and you reign forever. And we praise you that you ascended to heaven where you're at the right hand of the Father interceding, praying for us even now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you hear us as we pray and you move according to your perfect will, plan, and timing. Lord, we just want to give you praise once again this morning. We want to thank you for what you're doing all over this world. Lord, it was a joy to talk about what you're doing right here in our community because you're doing so much, and it's so awesome to see. Lord, we also know that you move all over the world, and you've blessed us to be in eight different countries. And we know you're moving in a lot more than eight different countries. You're moving everywhere. But, Lord, what a privilege and honor it is to be connected with our indigenous brothers and sisters and to see you saving those who had never heard your gospel before, to see needs being met, Lord, in, in what would appear to be hopeless situations. But, Lord, in you all things are possible. So, Lord, we just want to give you praise and thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for all you do, but thank you for who you are. Almighty God, maker of heaven and earth, you created us. You have blessed us beyond measure, and we praise you. And thank you, Jesus, once again for saving us. And I pray that if anyone doesn't have that relationship with you this morning who's listening, God, I pray that today is their day to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Father, just guide us and direct us through this next 30 minutes, and we just want to give it to you and pray that you're glorified. And we give you all praise, all honor, and all glory in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Jesus gives us his great commission in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, where he says, 
All power and authority has been given unto me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I've taught you. And I am with you always to the end of the age. When Jesus says to go and make disciples of all nations, he was talking about ethnic groups, people groups all over the world. So to be obedient to our Lord and Savior, we need to go and proclaim the gospel all over the world. Yes, locally, and we do so much. We're blessed to do so much locally. But he calls us to go all over the world. In the Great Commission, as recorded in Mark chapter 16, we read in verse 15, And he, being Jesus, said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. So when people say, well, why do y'all or other people go to other parts of the world to preach the gospel? Well, it's because Jesus tells us to. We want to be obedient to him and to go and to proclaim the gospel, but to also go and make disciples. And it's just, it's part of the ministry that when Love and Action first came to be, co-founder Mike Schroes and I were praying about and discussing the name and Love in Action quickly came to us. I know the Lord gave it to us because love is an action word, and his love is definitely action. But then we just really felt in our spirits that he he wanted us to put international in there. And we had no idea why because we had no connections anywhere. But we said, okay, we'll put international in there. So it became Love in Action International Ministries. Well, now we know why that international was in there, because he wanted to send us to different parts of the world, and he has, and it's just been phenomenal to see God move in these other countries. And we learn so much from our brothers and sisters in other countries. And this morning, I want to talk about some of the things that he's doing, that we see God doing in other countries, and to give him praise for it, because he's using people right here in Dothan to help us proclaim the gospel when people give financially to Love and Action, there's people here in Dothan, throughout the Wiregrass, and other parts of the, of the U.S. will give and say, I want to help spread the gospel overseas. And so that's where that money goes to. And it goes to proclaiming the gospel and helping our brothers and sisters overseas. And people also give and say, hey, I, I want to help with what you're doing here in Dothan. So that money goes there. And it's just exciting to know that we're all working in this together as the body of Christ is supposed to do, to be obedient to our Lord's great commission and proclaiming his gospel right here, locally here at home and also overseas. And I always go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8, where Jesus says, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So he's, he's telling us right there, he sent in the Holy Spirit and he did. And when we're born again and we're filled with the power of God through his Holy Spirit, he gives us that power to be witnesses, and he wants us to be witnesses here at home. Our Jerusalem is right here in Dothan or wherever you live at, wherever you're listening to this. And also we can go throughout the region, we can go throughout our country, and then go to other parts of the world. And some people can't travel, can't go overseas for whatever reasons, but you can help those of us who can go, and it's just like Paul writes in Romans chapter 10, verse starting in verse 14, he writes, How will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? 
as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So how are they to preach unless they're sent? So people can and do give financially to help us proclaim the gospel in other parts of the world because we have incredible indigenous pastors in each of these countries who do phenomenal work for the Lord. Many putting their lives on the line each and every day to proclaim the gospel. And Martha and I have been blessed to go to different countries and serve alongside our our pastors and our brothers and sisters there, and people help us do that. So thank you for everyone who helps us overseas. And and let's talk a little bit about what we're we're seeing God do. Uh, The countries that we're blessed to work with, uh, with indigenous pastors in are Philippines, China, Myanmar, Thailand, Nepal, Pakistan, India, of course, all that's in Asia, and then also closer to home in Haiti, and that's where we work with our good friends Give Us Hope Mission, as I had Brother Pierre on last month talking about the different things God is doing there in, in the country of Haiti. Well, let's start in the Philippines. Martha, I've been going to the Philippines since, oh, 2012, so it's uh, over 11 years now, and what an awesome blessing that is, because when we go to the Philippines, we go to the southern Philippines on the island called Mindanao, and that's the second largest island out of the, oh gosh, 7,100 or so islands that that makes up the Philippines. And that part of the Philippines, it's it's funny when we fly into Manila and people are asking where are we going, they think we're going to a resort area in the Philippines because we're Americans. But we tell them, oh, we're going to Mindanao, and they immediately, pretty much every one of them says, oh, no, you can't go there. Don't go there. (laughs) And we laugh because we love going to Mindanao. Our brothers and sisters there are just incredible, some of the greatest people you will ever meet in your life. And the reason why people say, oh, no, you can't go there is because Mindanao, uh, different parts of Mindanao, there's been a lot of fighting that's gone on over the years with the Philippine military and extreme Islamic groups, uh, there's different Muslim areas down there that's been very hostile towards Christians and also towards the government of the Philippines. But our brothers and sisters there, they just keep going. And we've been able to serve with them and share the gospel with in these Muslim areas. And we've seen imams come to the Lord. Imam is, is like a Muslim pastor. And we've seen a number of Muslims give their lives to Jesus and We've just seen a lot of people come to the Lord over there, and it's it's been a revival, truly a revival that we've experienced over there since 2012, and God continues to move in each each area of that island, and we're really praying to be able to expand and do more uh, there in the Philippines, uh, including um, setting up uh, a basically a headquarters for for Love and Action, where Jim and Keith Landley, who are the directors of the Love and Action 1040 Window Ministries, and just so much to do there. And what we will do is just do a whole lot more discipleship right there, but also in other countries in Asia where we're blessed to work with indigenous pastors and also be able to bring some pastors in to the Philippines as well. So just that's just the very beginning planning stages, but something to pray about. God is moving there in the Philippines, and and it's exciting. Uh, New house churches are being planted. More opportunities through the Hope Through Education, which is a wonderful ministry because in the Philippines, you're not guaranteed a education, and not everybody can afford one. So our brothers and sisters at churches, they have schools, and they're able to 
provide education for people, but that reaches not only the children but the families. And we see so many people come to the Lord through that, and so many children receive an education. That's just awesome to see. And so just so much going on there in the Philippines. And then over in the country of Myanmar, it used to be called Burma. You may have heard a couple of years back about a military coup where the military took over the government, and that was right after COVID hit. And it was a military-ran country um, for about 50 years until it changed, but it didn't stay, stay that way for long. Then the military took back over. But we have uh, just some incredible brothers and sisters there in Myanmar as well, where we're blessed to uh, fully sponsor Grace Theological College, GTC, and they're off to a new school year. And what happens there is these students receive a four-year education, and, man, the curriculum is solid, and they really are making disciples and training them up to reach their own country because 80, about 85, 86% of the people in Myanmar are unreached with the gospel. So we're able to train up young people to go back into their own countries to proclaim the gospel and to make disciples. And so that's very exciting. When I talk about a college, I don't think about Troy or University of Alabama or, 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 or any big university or even small universities we have here. It's a very, very humble setting, but phenomenal work goes on there. We're also blessed to have an orphanage there uh, called the Agape Home, and there's 13 children there right now, and they're, just, they're such beautiful children. And they know they're loved. They're learning about Jesus. They're healthy. They're going to school and are... Pastor Syang and his wife do a wonderful job taking care of these children. It's a, it's a blessing to see them. And when we've gone over there, uh, just and loving on those children, and they're so excited that we're there. And they will often sing hymns that they've learned. And it's just, it's really, really a, an awesome time to go over there and see them, and to be able to teach in the GTC to teach discipleship there as well. Uh, there's 20 students there this year at GTC going back uh, to there, and they just, they've started their school year, and we're able to get Bibles uh, for them because obviously that's the most important textbook of them all. And they're just off to a really good start, and we're praying they have a great year. And then there's also Harvest Church Myanmar, and the, the brothers who, who lead that church also lead GTC and the orphanage and it's just it's just an awesome group of people there. And another exciting thing is one of our our brothers there, Brother Solomon. He graduated GTC and he stayed in the area there, but went more out into the rural area uh, outside of Yangon, and just is doing a great job. He has a house church of about forty people now, and he's able to because we have a local couple who supports him, and he's able to not only take care of his family but also to bless other people in that in this community who are just really really poor and to be able to provide some rice some beans some oil uh, for them uh, is a huge blessing to them and he's just really done a great job of reaching that rural community and sharing Jesus with them and so just a lot of great things going on in the country of Myanmar India is another country that we're blessed to be in Pastor Prasad's our lead pastor there and India is a very hard country to, to be a believer. It's been in the top 10, usually right around uh, number 10 in the toughest countries to be a Christian in that 
Open Doors USA publishes each and every year the the list showing the top 50 countries that where it's the hardest to be a Christian. And India has really gone from being more friendly to Christians to being very tough, a lot of persecution going on. So it's not easy being a Christian there. It's not easy being a pastor there. But our brothers and sisters are doing phenomenal work. We went there back in 2018, and the main reason was to teach discipleship because they they didn't have that training, and that's really one of the top requests of our pastor friends over in in these other countries is they tell us we need training. We we don't have training. And so we go and we, we train. We do pastoral training. We do discipleship. And, man, those brothers and sisters in India, they have taken that training and have just ran with it and are doing phenomenal work going into these rural villages. Sometimes it takes a couple of days to get to them. They'll go, and they'll proclaim the gospel, and they'll stay in those villages. They'll show the Jesus film and proclaim the gospel and start house churches. As people come to the Lord, then they're able to train up a person to be a pastor there as well and to to lead a house church and give them that assistance from from one of the pastors that's within that group. And we're just seeing God use them tremendously. People in India are coming to the Lord, and we've also been blessed to help with water wells, fresh water, to provide fresh water, not through wells, but through filters, through water filters. And we've been to India, and we've seen the water that they have to drink or have to cook with that comes straight out of a well, and it's... It's dirty. It's not healthy at all. And there's so many places around the world like that. And if we can help provide fresh water, that that saves lives. And as we provide that fresh water, then we're able to tell them about the living water in Jesus Christ. And so our brothers and sisters there in India is doing a great job with that as well. And just really really proclaiming the gospel in some very hard areas to go to. Not not only is the terrain hard, but the persecution is very tough as well. But they keep on keeping on, and there's such an inspiration to us, and we praise God for them. The country of Nepal, which is sandwiched in between the two largest countries, China and India. There's this tiny country of Nepal. Uh, most people have heard of Kathmandu and the the Himalaya Mountains, Mount Everest, and so all that's there in this tiny country of Nepal where 89% of the population, that's over 27 million people, are unreached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. A big reason for that, well, one is Hinduism is the biggest religion over there, and there's actually a law about not being allowed to convert, but when the gospel starts being shared, people give their lives to the Lord and Uh, It's it's like in China where you have the underground church, but it's also hard over there because of the terrain. Um, Think of the Himalaya Mountains, such a hard area to to get to those villages, and there's small villages all over the Himalaya Mountains, but our pastors there, wow, what an awesome group they are. They are in these areas. They, They go up into these areas, and they share the gospel, and people come to the Lord, and it was great. During uh, 2020, 2021, when the pandemic was going on, that the pandemic wasn't great. But what I mean was great is we were able to help our brothers and sisters there to provide food for people in these rural villages. And they were so thankful. They said, look, nobody has helped us. You're the only ones who has, 
who's helped us. So we want to hear about this Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. Talking about proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through acts of compassion. Uh, man, it's, it's just so powerful. And so people coming to the Lord, there's house churches throughout the Himalayas. And Martha and I are going to be blessed to go there and teach discipleship uh, actually next month. It's coming up quickly. Uh, there's 35 pastors we're going to have the opportunity to talk with, to share the gospel with, and do some ministry there and go up into the Himalayas. And so we're very excited about that and thankful for the opportunity. But Nepal is is an area where the gospel is being shared and needs are being met. And uh, the need for Bibles is very big, too, because you can get Bibles, but it's such a poor country, people have a hard time affording food, much less being able to purchase a Bible. So there's opportunities in each of these countries I'm talking about to provide Bibles. And so people who want to help us provide Bibles in these countries send us donations and just note on their checks or on their online gifts that we want to help with Bibles. And so we're able to purchase Bibles as well. We'll be taking water filters with us in September to help people get clean water because that's like India, that's a that's a tough situation there in Nepal as well. And so we're looking forward to being able to do that and just ask you to keep praying for our brothers and sisters there in Nepal. Uh, where God God is moving mightily. It's, it's just a hard country because of, of those reasons I mentioned. But then we also have, as we had Brother Suhail with us a couple of weeks ago, talking about Pakistan, uh, where it, talking about persecution, Pakistan is usually number four, number five as the hardest countries to be a Christian. And there's 200 million people and like 98, 99% are unreached with the gospel. But pastors there that we're blessed to, partner with, man, they do phenomenal work, and the gospel's being spread, and we're able to do a lot of discipleship over there uh, through the Love and Action Bible School in two different cities uh, over there now, and they're they're being trained in the Word. Therefore, just like I talked about last week here, the discipleship we do here in Dothan, uh, the more that we know, the more we can share, and so that's so important to to provide that discipleship, provide that pastoral training in these other countries as well. And in Pakistan, it's just a blessing to see God moving. Some of the things we're able to do over there, too, is to help children with schools. We've been been blessed to build a couple of schools. And again, don't think about schools like we have here in America. These are very humble buildings or houses, about the size of a house, actually. But it's phenomenal what goes on there. The children are receiving education when they didn't have an opportunity beforehand. Uh, they're receiving one good meal a day, which is important because that wasn't happening either. And they're learning about Jesus, and that wasn't happening beforehand either. So that's great to see that taking place. Uh, we're able to, right now we're in the process of putting in 15 hand water pumps for fresh water. And we're, I think we're about four or five along right now. Uh, but we're going to put in 15, and that's going to bring healthy water, fresh water to people who need it. And then, of course, we're going to share the living water, Jesus Christ, with people. Uh, We've also been able to put in toilets, which think of an outhouse, because many times people have to go out, and it can be dangerous because of poisonous snakes and different animals, but also some people with bad intents. And so to have, have their own outhouse 
right there in their uh, in their area is is a blessing to them, and it keeps them safe as well. So we're able to do things like that. Uh, we've provided motorcycles for pastors instead of walking. They have two wheels, and they can get to where they need to go to proclaim the gospel a whole lot quicker. And we've done that in other countries as well. And so it's just um, you know there's so much that that needs to be done, and so much that can be done, and it it doesn't cost a lot of money to do it in in these other countries. And so uh, that's why you know being able to purchase a good motorcycle for about 16 I'm sorry for about $600 is is really a great deal and a great opportunity to help spread the gospel uh, throughout this world and so we're, we're doing that all that in, in Pakistan and more China we're blessed to be able to to work with really a phenomenal young man who's a pastor of the underground church and he's and he, he's been through persecution because in China and We've been blessed to go to China many times, and it's a beautiful country, and we just love the people so much. But the government makes it hard for Christians, and he's been through a lot, but he keeps on because he says this is just the way of life. Persecution is just just part of it, and Jesus tells us that as well, so he's absolutely correct. But nothing, nothing really stops him. He just keeps on going no matter how much interrogation he goes through or the persecution that takes place. I tell you, the underground church in China is still growing, and it's just amazing. You know, nothing, nobody can stop what God wants to do. And so it's it's just exciting to see him moving there in China and house churches, which come harder and harder to do, uh, but they're still being done and more being added. God's using those house churches to reach people who have no hope at all. And they don't even know who Jesus is, hadn't even heard of him. But then when they do, uh, their their hearts are wide open to him. And so it's, it's exciting to see what God is doing there in China as well. And we also in, in Thailand, where Jim and Keith live now, they just do phenomenal work there as well as in these other countries that we're in. We've been able to, to send them to, to some of those other countries this year. The, the work in Thailand uh, along the Myanmar-Thailand border uh, where refugees are at, a lot of great work being done there and also in, in the mountain areas where, again, very rural areas. It seems like God's connected us with pastors in each country that reach rural areas and rural uh, villages and in, in mountains because they're hard to reach, but we've got to go and we've got to help our brothers and sisters reach them. And we've been blessed to go ourselves, but they're the ones who live there each and every day and can reach them each and every day. And so it's so important to support our pastors in all these countries. And then, of course, uh, Haiti, as we had Brother Pierre in here a few weeks back talking about everything God's doing in Haiti. And of course, there's so many needs there in Haiti, obviously uh, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, but just great opportunities uh, to help uh, orphans. There's an orphanage over there that Give Us Hope Mission uh, works with closely, and we've been able to help them do some things there and provide fresh water over there for people and provide food for people, a lot of starvation going on in Haiti. But through it all, the gospel is being proclaimed, and people are coming to the Lord, and it's exciting. It's exciting what God is doing all over this world. And again, we have an awesome opportunity to proclaim the gospel all over this world. And I want to encourage you to help us. Help us proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through acts of compassion throughout this world. You can do that by sending your tax-deductible donations to Love and Action. And on the memo of your check or on the description of your online gifts, just write 1040 window. And that's our international ministries, 1040 window. And it will go 
to proclaim the gospel. Go to help our brothers and sisters over there. If there's a specific country that we're in that you want it to go to, just tell us, and we'll help our brothers and sisters there too. But you can go to our website, loveinactionministries.com, and find out all about what we're doing overseas and also how you can give. We have a donation page that tells how you can mail the check to us or you can give online via PayPal, Venmo, and the Cash app. And I just really encourage you to do that. Please help us proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to people who have never heard the gospel before. Our main focus overseas is reaching those who are unreached, unengaged with the gospel and providing discipleship, making disciples who can make disciples, being obedient to our Lord and Savior's great commission. So would you come alongside of us and help us to come alongside our indigenous brothers and sisters to reach those people who have never heard the gospel before and make disciples who can make disciples. It's exciting being a follower of Jesus Christ, and I thank each one of you who have come along beside us to help us right here in our hometown and also around the world. And I encourage you, if you haven't, I encourage you to Come alongside us. Help us to reach the lost right here in our community and throughout the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for joining me this morning on Sunday morning with Love and Action. I pray you have a great rest of the day coming up and a great week this week. And as you go through this week, remember Jesus loves you so much. And if you've never given your life to Jesus, I encourage you today to call on the name of the Lord and be saved. Just pray, Jesus, I need you. I need you in my life. I believe you died on that cross. I believe you rose again on the third day. And I confess you, Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. I repent of my sins. I turn from my sins and I turn to you. Please forgive me. Fill me with your spirit and help me to live for you each and every day. Just call out to him and then just live for him. Follow him. Get plugged into a good church that's making disciples. Come join us at this, for a discipleship here at Love in Action. Again, all that information is on the website as well, loveinactionministries.com. But know that Jesus loves you. He died for you. He lives for you. Just put your trust and faith in him. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.